Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group, and it's the 13th of July. And I'm now going to just run through uh, key developments last week for the market, and also the outlook for coming weeks, coming months. Well, last week we saw global equities actually continue to edge higher, at least in local currency terms. They're up um, around 1% or so. Um, Rather less in sterling terms, just because we did have a modest strengthening in the pound. By the way, global equities continue to trend slowly higher. But in a way, I think this really sort of misses um, the key moves last week. And what happened last week was really a continuation of what we've seen um, so far this year. And it is very much um, the case of the UK underperforming and China and the global technology sector outperforming significantly. Well, focusing on the UK, um, first of all, we obviously had um, a whole host of new measures announced by Rishi Sunak um, in his attempt to limit the surge in unemployment, um, which is going to happen in the next few months, and prop up the uh, nascent economic recovery. And I won't go through all the measures here, but there was a whole range of them. And in total, uh, the estimates are that they'll probably cost... um, maybe as much as 30 billion or so. And that will actually um, take the budget deficit up to a massive um, 350 billion this year. Um, And that is actually around 18% of GDP, which is as much as double the peak it got to in the global financial crisis. So we are talking about very substantial um, numbers here and a pretty substantial fiscal stimulus. As to whether it will work or not, well, you know, to be honest, only time will tell. But in terms of the market reaction, um, it has to be said it was rather underwhelming. So UK equities were actually uh, down 1%, whereas I say most other markets were up last week. And this, as I say, continues um, the underperformance you've seen in the UK for quite a while now. And in fact, the UK is now down as much as um, 20% year to date. Um, And this continues the underperformance you've seen over a number of years. And the reason why the UK is doing so badly is, I think, a combination of things. Um, Lingering Brexit worries. Um, The fact it's got a relatively high proportion in the energy sector, which has been clobbered by the collapse in the oil price. Um, And also in terms of how badly um, the economies are going to be affected by covid Um, the UK comes out relatively badly. So I think for all these reasons, the UK has been underperforming. Um, Certainly, we think the bulk of the underperformance uh, must surely be behind us, but we remain um, somewhat cautious on UK equities. Um, In terms of global technology, very, very different story. Um, The global technology sector is up um, over 25% year-to-date. This compares with um, the global market overall basically being flat, um, so striking out performance, and this continues the pattern of the last few years. And very much to our mind, um, what's happened with COVID has just reinforced the secular forces uh, favouring the technology sector. So very much we remain positive in that area. Um, the other market which did surprisingly well last week was China, and that was up um, a good 5%. Um, And this actually also continues um, the pattern you've seen so far this year, um, with China now up um, over 20% year-to-date. And in terms of what's driving this, um, first and foremost is obviously the fact that 
the Chinese economy has, has, as it were, come off relatively lightly from COVID. It rebounded quicker. And the contraction in GDP you're going to see this year is going to be significantly smaller than elsewhere. So that's helped the market. We've also very much had in the last week or so um, the government, Chinese government, trying to encourage um, the domestic investor there to buy equities. And they normally do what they're told. Um, and they have done what they're told. Um, and finally, um, you shouldn't forget that actually it's not just the US where the technology sector is a strikingly large proportion of the index. In the US, it's now sort of over 30%. And in China, it's sort of as much as 25%. And, you know, you've got big names like Alibaba and Tencent and Baidu. And these had very good um, gains last week. So we remain also fairly uh, positive on China, actually. Um, having said that, there are definitely you know, some causes of concern out there. Um, first of all, we've obviously got ongoing uh, tensions between China and the US in terms of trade and investment. And then obviously we've got the Chinese, China, Hong Kong frictions. So um, definitely, you know, there is sources of potential um, volatility there. But longer term, we remain positive on China. Well, that's very much last week. In terms of the coming week, it is very much um, going to focus is going to move back to the States. And this is because we've got the start of the reporting season and most likely earnings in the US are going to fall to the tune of around sort of 45 percent compared with a year ago. And we've got all the big banks reporting this week. And I think sort of the key thing here is very much whether, um, as it were, now it's going to become increasingly clear, and the market's focus is going to be on it, that earnings are going to fall pretty dramatically this year, whether the market will be able to retain its pretty optimistic view in terms of the extent of the rebound you're going to see next year. And very much, you know, over the last few months since markets bottomed in March, as we've said um, for, for quite a while now, the markets have been looking on the bright side of things. And the question is whether, as it were, this dose of reality this week from um, the US earnings picture will dent this optimism um, over the coming year. Anyway, we will find out and I will be back next week to fill you, on, fill you in on it. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.